I've actually been looking forward to this conversation. My friend, uh, the mayor of the city of Waukesha, Sean Riley, joins me in studio. First of all, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Steve. Thank you. Uh, I was coming back from deer hunting uh, Sunday. It was the uh, opening weekend of gun deer season, and, and I started to get phone, I started getting phone calls, and I'm not even a mayor anymore. People wanting to get my thoughts about it. But um, I know you're in the parade. You didn't see it happening, but you, if, if I recall correctly with the interviews that you did, you heard the uh, the sirens, right? Yeah, I had, so I was in the front of the parade. I had already, um, the parade for me had finished before this incident happened. And uh, a lot of times what I do is I swing back and watch parade with my mom, who's at the Avalon, which is one of the buildings right downtown on the parade route. Uh, I was wearing um, fancy shoes, so my feet were freezing cold. <laughs> So I went home, and uh, I was home only for a, a short period of time before I heard the sirens, and then shortly after that, I got a phone call saying a car went into the parade. Initially, you don't think of this, what happened here. Um, and so I asked uh, Rebecca um, uh, to let me know what happened. I said, okay. It, and who's Rebecca? Our, um, she's in my office, uh, and she was at the parade, um, and she saw the car go by. Okay. Um, she didn't see it hit anyone, um, but she goes, the, "There's a car. There, a car is in the parade." At that point, she didn't know that how tragic this whole thing was. And I said, "Okay, give me a call back whenever you hear anything." And I, it was, thirty seconds later, she said, "No, no, you have to get down here. This is terrible." I didn't go down to the parade. I went to our EOC, um, which is standard operating procedure, basically. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So. Um, you know, it, for me, it was um, finish the parade, uh, get home, and then drive up to City Hall. I saw an interview you did with uh, TMJ4's Charles Benson. And for the folks, we have a lot of folks who aren't from this area that listen to the show, including from Washington, D.C., as one of the earlier uh, emails I got. Um, this parade has been around for a long time, 60 years? 58 years. 58 years. Yep. You talked uh, with Charles Benson about the fact that you sat on that curb as a kid. Yeah, so this uh, means more than just being the mayor for you. This is my hometown. There's no question about it. I mean, I have eight brothers and sisters. We all went down to this parade as little kids. Uh, pretty much as um, adults with children, most of us have brought our kids to this parade, too. So as the events unfolded on Sunday, I, was, I watched a lot of the coverage because I, I was working Monday, and I wanted to at least know the basics, even though I had been out of touch for most of that weekend. Um, obviously, we learn more and more about what happened, and an individual driving through that route. Well, let me get your thoughts on that. This individual, do you think his intent was to hit people? He wasn't just fleeing. So he was trying to, to, to kill people. You know, I don't know whether I, – I would assume his intent was to hit people. Um, he should have tried to get off of the route. He should have stopped. Um, normal people would have done that. Um, I don't think that this is a normal person. Um, you know, uh, you and I would never, ever do anything like this. And, you know, everyone, no, very, very few people would. I Trying to um, say what his intent is is really, really difficult just right. for the simple reason that his mind doesn't ap- operate like mine. I know that. Yeah. So as somebody who's gone through a tragedy like we did in Oak Creek in 2012, there's there's different stages, and the first is just reactionary. Okay, what do we have to do here? How do we get the, the uh, how do we follow our protocols? You mentioned you went to the EOC, the Emergency Operations Center. Uh, that's part of it, and then there's the uh, the shock of it. And I'm assuming that you went through all the same steps: shock, grief. Yeah, I, I would say you know, I mean, yesterday was my first day that I was able to 
not think about this, you know, 24-7. Um, it was actually really nice to make a 70 for three people. <laughs> right. um, and uh, um, driving in here this morning, it, it, it's now – we have a long road ahead of us, and it's not the immediate um, type of things that need to be taken care of. I mean, our police department had a, I don't know the exact number of blocks, but it was a, basically an eight block crime scene. Um, they had, you know, we had the police and fire working nonstop. We had so many administration people working uh, full tilt on this. And you're right, now we're kind of. N- it's a different type of problem that we have to take care of or issues that we have to take care of. And it's complex. And driving in here this morning, it was it's hitting me that we now move into a different phase and we still need to take care of these people that were injured. I mentioned as we were walking into the studio that you used the same, similar term to what I, uh, I used when we had our tragedy in 2012 is that we don't let this event define our city. And Waukesha is a great city with a lot of great community members. How do you do that? How do you take that message and then make a reality of it, dealing with something that's so horrific, so tragic, in an event that you would never, ever expect that would be the case? I'm, I'm a part of it. Um, I don't do it myself. Um, the city does it. Um, the people do it. And I know that the city of Waukesha, or, and I'm going to say the greater area of around Waukesha, you know, we have people that um, will help uh, and will help a year from now. Um, and we're that's going to continue happening. The city can be play a part in it, and they can help um, guide uh, and and suggest things that should be done, um, and try to make opportunities for people to help. But um, this is going to take the entire community to 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 define Waukesha as a place where we um, are um, more concerned about taking care of the people than we are about um, anything else. I imagine you're hearing from a lot of people, and I sent you a note uh, that night as well. I mean, that that's part of the, the healing as well. You hear from other city leaders, other elected officials, uh, members of the community. That that kind of is a, a reassuring moment in, in the aftermath of an event like this. Yeah, it definitely is, and there's no question. I've heard from every other uh, community leader in southeastern Wisconsin. Um, I've heard from uh, the governor stopped by, uh, the attorney general stopped by, um, uh, their uh, homeland security uh, touch base, um, the uh, senators and the congressmen, um, they've all um, uh, said uh, we're concerned. How can we help? Um, you know, I, I Steve, uh, your email, I have read it, but I read it on, <laughs> on Wednesday. Right. I read it on Wednesday because actually I had I, – I was just looking at my phone uh, on – Sunday night, I wasn't able to look at any of them. Well, yeah, I wouldn't expect um, that. Well, and, and, and I'm just saying that you, among with many other, I had 490 emails that right. were similar to that, and that just shows you that you know people are concerned, they're supportive, um, and it really comes from all walks of life. Sean Riley, the mayor of the city of Waukesha, joining us. I want to ask you after the break a couple things. The witnesses, all those people were enjoying that parade. There's an aftermath for those folks as well and a responsibility of community and, and the mental health professionals that can kind of get them through that. But also the public safety folks who stepped up so brilliantly on Sunday night and continue to do that every day. Mayor Sean Riley, my guest right here on WTMJ. We are joined by the mayor of the city of Waukesha, Mayor Sean Riley, friend of mine as well. All right, so I mentioned and we were talking during the break about all the families and the residents of, of Waukesha and surrounding areas because it's a huge parade. 
they witness this, these events. How do you help them deal with that, those images, that reality? Yeah, I have to say that they're, they're easily victims of this also. Um, as you can imagine, you know, I, I, we already talked about sitting on the curb and, and uh, watching the parade and the parents, you stand behind them and, um, you know, shoulder to shoulder. And in this case, a lot of them, and some of them I know very well, um, witnessed absolute carnage. Um, things that I've been told from our police officers they haven't seen in that are uh, in the military that, have, and they've seen some really bad stuff. So these, I, there's no question, these people are hurting, and it's it's a mental thing that needs to be addressed for a lot of them. Um, you know, there are helplines. Um, I know that the. Distress helpline is 1-800-985-5990. Um, there's also the schools are, are doing a lot of work I saw with the that, kids. Yeah. Um, and uh, I believe the Resource Center at Carroll University for Mental Health Counseling is still going. I don't think it, it may be it may be start it may be going back on Monday. Right. I don't think it's happening of the holiday. today. Yeah, um, our website will have um, all the up to date information. So. Um, go to the City Walks website, and you can find stuff if, if you are hurting from this. Another thing that I wanted to uh, congratulate the, you guys on, maybe that's not the right word, thank you for doing, is, is the ability to communicate effectively. You were, you were out there pretty quick. You kept it short. You kept it brief, but you spoke to the issue. Here's what we know. Didn't get into speculation or any of that. And you use your social media to also put out relevant and timely information. And that's not something that every community understands the, the, the importance of yet. So you guys did a good job with that. Thank you. Um, our social media has really, really been ramped up in the last three, four years. Um, and it keeps getting better and better. And it is something that I think is for every community, if they aren't doing it now, it's the future. Um, you can get out information um, correctly and timely. Um, and in this situation, I guess, you know, uh, it was invaluable to be able to let as many people know as quickly um, the information that we can put out. Also wanted to mention the work of the public safety responders, first responders. Uh, this was not an easy incident. You mentioned how long of a crime scene this really was. And, and uh, the, the, the respondents coming from all over the place, I, I want to give you the time just to thank those folks because, I mean, they were coming from all over, I would imagine. I, I don't think that there was a community within 40, 50 miles that didn't send in an ambulance or backup police officers. Uh, the, I, I know that there was at least 20 state patrol officers there. And you have to recognize that this is, you know, the number of people of, from first responders that are needed for something like this is unbelievable. And it's not just for the three or four hours you know after the incident it's for the a day and two to three days after often have to provide relief to the officers who've been working non-stop it's to do all the other work that doesn't stop just because you've had a, a, a you know mass casualty incident yes i mean there nothing else stops because we had this parade uh, the police and fire still had um the calls for you know um broken bones and uh overdoses and and all that type of stuff that never that doesn't stop and they had to continue doing that i'm i'm working uh, actually i'm saying that you know my police and fire are tapped out um they are uh going to take care of everything that needs to be taken care of but i'm not going to make them do any more work until at least next week. Yeah, and we're going to get to that after the next break, uh, an event that's going to happen Sunday, or at least uh, an, an honoring of, of that uh, that moment, 439, uh, last Sunday. Um, 
as a mayor, we often deal with these challenges. I, we've talked about mine in, in uh, 2012 with the Sikh Temple. Um, how have you been impacted by this? I know you sp- spoke a little bit before, maybe it was off, off the mic during the break, that you got to take a moment to kind of just relax. And certainly Thanksgiving might have provided that for you. But as somebody who's gone through this, it doesn't go away. It kind of it's always there in the back of your mind or the front of mind that this is something that we are actively dealing with and we have to figure out what the next steps is. So let's let's talk about that. Next steps for Waukesha. How do you how do you move forward? Even parade planning next year, because I know you guys are going to go forward with it, right? Uh, We are going to. um, I haven't met with the police chief and the fire chief and and department heads about future parades. Um, That hasn't been anything that we've sat down and discussed. Um, But I'm of the opinion that parades are going to happen. Uh, A community needs parades. Mm -hmm. And um, we will make sure that... um, we have parades and that we do them safely. Um, you know, that's what the community needs. Mayor Sean Riley, my guest on this special Black Friday edition of my show. After the break, uh, an honoring of what happened last Sunday, the uh, the victims and the family members and all those folks who witnessed the, the tragedy on the streets of Waukesha, uh, special event this Sunday at 439. We'll take a break. Back with my guest on WTMJ. Special studio guest on this Black Friday edition of my show is uh, Mayor Sean Riley from the city of Waukesha, obviously talking about what happened last Sunday. Before you get out of here, I want to talk about a few things. And, and one of those is there's, there's all these realities that happen that most people aren't aware of. And you were mentioning just personal belongings. Those have to go somewhere. And in, in your case, it, it touched another group of your city employees. Yeah. So once a, I already indicated this was an, around an eight block crime scene and before the, um, before we opened it back up, we had public works go through and pick up the chairs and the blankets and and all the things that were just um, left as people were running away, um, and it's a lot of it was a lot of, um, of chairs and and all that type of stuff, and uh, I know that our public works uh, crews had a tough time picking it up and and knowing that these people all just fled from such a tragic tragic incident. It then went up to Park Rec Building. It'll be there through um, 4.30 on Monday, maybe later, um, but I know it'll be there uh, on Monday, so you can, anyone who's left, lost anything, we've been pushing that out on social media, but uh, I know that it affected the crews that had to go pick it up. So you're gonna remember last Sunday, this Sunday, with an event called Light the City Blue. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we have we're getting in um, a, a smaller order of lights um, that we'll be distributing through our aldermen. Um, uh, they'll get their lights Saturday morning, and these are all free. Um, they'll just be passed out. Uh, I think there'll be about a thousand five hundred of them uh, this Saturday, and then we're getting another ten thousand uh, next week sometime. Wow. And what we want to do is blue is a color of unity. And we want to have people put blue lights on their porch and show that uh, we're unified. Um, so light the city blue um, for unity. This Sunday. This Sunday, yes. Yeah. And so, and, and through through the holidays, um, the, so it'll go on. No, that, I mean that that's perfect. A lot a lot of people ask you on the text line, what 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 can they do? One of the easiest ways is don't is to donate. I know you have information on that as well. Yeah, so there's a there's a lot of GoFundMe's mm-hmm. um, by the the families themselves, and you know um, that's all re- very good. Um, 
but GoFundMe's can also be uneven. Some families can get a lot. Some families may not get a, get much. And we also have a lot of people who have uh, experienced emotional trauma. And the United for Waukesha Community Fund is um, where we're we're sending people to go. And and like I say, the GoFundMe's. If that's what you want to donate to, donate to that. But uh, this is through the uh, United Way of Waukesha and Milwaukee, as well as Waukesha County Community Foundation. And between those two organizations, um, I know that um, we'll get the funds that are needed to the families that need them. I know how our community changed and uh, moved forward in a positive way. How does this tragedy shape Waukesha, and how do you move forward in a positive way in the years ahead? Um, By consciously remembering and helping the people that need it um, and not having it a news type of news cycle type of thing um, this is something where our community um, will remember this and and will re- and and will be helping the victims not not trying to work on the blame or anything like that it's this what we have right now is victims and those victims need our help and um, one of the things is is we've had the, our 125th uh, anniversary for as a city this year, and we've had a whole bunch of celebrations. And um, we're going to remember this by um, we have a, um, a guitar that is um, going to be uh, sealed, uh, and uh, it has a whole bunch of items f- to commemorate commemorate our 125th. And we need to figure out what we put in there for this um, tragic situation, which is, uh, we haven't, I haven't decided what it is. I don't know what it is yet, but we're gonna have to do that. Um, next year, uh, a year from now, it's gonna be an event that, you know, we're gonna have to commemorate um, the, fam- the funerals. Um, you know, the, there's a whole bunch of things. I don't have all the answers yet as to how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna we're gonna make Waukesha better and make Waukesha known as to how we responded to this. And I, I and I completely agree with everything you just said. And I, as we were walking into into the studio, you said it. I mean, this it's still a work in progress. You gotta you have to reach out to all those other people. It's not one person, not just the mayor, although the mayor is often looked at as as the the one person. Lots of people can help with this, and then the story will be ongoing for all of you in Waukesha. But uh, I, I just want to say thanks for the great work that you did with your leadership. And I know that uh, Waukesha is in good hands. Thank you very much, Steve.